0: Hey everyone, I'm Wah. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series.
1: Yes, but through our own lenses, honey, which can be, well, I mean, peppery and bitter, or spicy, and hot, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi! So we are continuing our recap of Killer Sally, which is a Netflix docu-series um, about Sally McNeil, and this is episode two called The Death of Mr. California. So uh, we know that it's probably talking about Ray McNeil. Uh, who we've already met is Sally's dead husband and therefore calling her a killer. That's what basically to keep you up to speed. That's what's been happening, my loves. Okay. So this is how it opens. A producer asks Sally, would you consider yourself a violent person? And Sally answers it has been instilled in me that i am the wrong one the violent one but in that she supposes that she doesn't see herself as being violent that she in self was told she is by either the media or the prosecution or the state and therefore she acknowledges maybe she has to be but her her feeling maybe not not so much so it's interesting this Sally we get in this commerce in this confessional obviously is is a woman who has been in prison for a very long time, uh, and that has been a transformational uh, thing for her. And the Sally that existed in the '90s, who was a free woman and much younger and lifting weights and taking roids, was a different Sally. Also, you know,
0: yeah, that so. Sally is no longer. Um, I feel like she kind of meant that she was being told she's a violent, not only by all the things that you institutions that you stated too, but also the military. Um, and I think also by probably people in her neighborhood growing up and like whatnot. She but she's always felt like she's had to defend herself and that she's had a right to, and that people have made, you know, made it so that she has to be that way and that's honestly it's so funny because that's how I feel a lot of the times now sometimes my vitriol or my comments are said just like unbridled (laughs) and (laughs) with no forethought but I think a lot of my earlier experiences very much colored that like I felt like I I felt belittled all the time and one day I just decided that I wasn't going to take it anymore anybody could get it anybody it unprovoked or provoked it, it turned into that and I had to like switch it around to make it try not to do it anybody but still some people and then like really only when provoked but sometimes when not provoked you know we're all learning to be better so it's 1995 they've been married for eight years and she really did hope that things would get better uh and they did not um so she gets she starts to see things happening around her with other women who are in the community who are either dating bodybuilders or who are bodybuilders themselves and a woman that she competed against was strangled by her boyfriend and Sally was like oh my god ray chokes me All
1: so like lying. I don't yeah. know that feels like yeah
0: yeah and so she's like he's going to kill me so she then started to make plans um to leave and her plan was to go to Pennsylvania to be uh, to be with her family and her mother was going to sell the family home and her mother decided like when they had this conversation was like okay if you could come here and pay $50 a week you can you can stay here and i said $200 to live in a whole ass house like i i also wonder how much a month their apartment was in San Diego like what 500 550 that apartment now is 2400 period like as close to the beach as it is, it's probably thirty-two. Like, <laughs> anyways,
1: <laughs> Chris. Yeah, so Oceanside and all that stuff is close to the Camp Pendleton, which of course is where she was stationed. So um, that's all there. But yeah, their their apartment doesn't look fancy at all, and it really goes to show, like, yeah, they're they're not the poorest of the poor family. We're like struggling to eat because they're he, they're he's making they're making a choice to feed this man ten tanks you know what i'm saying just like but they're making sacrifices in order to live such a lifestyle so um yeah she so yeah she kind of is like i didn't think he was going to kill me at first like until this moment happens i think she was just like she she you know and and to to her to her understanding the reflection is um is very easy to do and uh, with the past behind you but she's like i didn't think he was gonna kill me i just kind of thought this is how things were or this is how things are it was when her friend died that she started to get obviously freaked out or whatever like was said but basically reason why they don't make it right to pennsylvania is because the incident happened now the first episode was called valentine's day and the reason why is because valentine's day is the day where the shit honey hits the fan Okay, so this is where we're going to get painted kind of like different pictures of what went down and the nitty-gritty details are really never given to us. A because she can't remember a lot. It was only between really her and Ray. Shantina, I think I I can only imagine the the like blackout nature the human mind will do. To survive for people that are in traumatic situations, for John and Shantina, what they remember is like maybe not a lot because they're because uh, as a defense mechanism, your body will take down memories in order to like have you keep gone keep going. It's so weird. So, um, basically, Ray is not home. It's Valentine's Day, and Sally wants him to be home wants wants to spend time she says with her husband for valentine's day now she thinks he's at a bar so she this is which is given to us at this time so she starts to put makeup on to go to the bar but he comes home and they argue like where are you or why are you putting makeup on? Were you going to come to the bar or whatever? And from that argument, bits and pieces of like how that escalated becomes apparent. I'm not quite sure if what happens in here. Then she mentions that during this argument, she's also like, you look like shit and you're not going to win the, the competition and that he loses his F in mind at that comment and then just starts to beat the hell out of her. And that she has to defend herself with a gun, twice, and reloads it and kills him. Cops, yep. them, everything. She spends the next like twelve hours getting interviewed. She's—they have all the footage of her being interviewed, of the kids being interviewed—and then twelve hours later, she's like, "Oh, maybe I should like get a get an attorney." And I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't want you to kill anyone. And if you're listening to this, I do not want you to kill anyone. And please effing don't. Okay. But if you're going to take one thing from this documentary, don't say shit and ask for a lawyer. Don't say shit. Get a lawyer. Wow.
0: Also, if you have a bunch of schmoes to assist you with your legal fees, get someone who isn't a public defender because. To me, her public defender was shit. I mean, maybe now he's a better lawyer. But back then, like, Sorry. he let her down, I think. Um, especially when this man, I mean, maybe we don't get into this episode, but in one of the episodes, this man says that he has some sort of out-of-body experience when she's on the stage. And I was like, stand, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no. I need you to be here and present, sir. <laughs> like, no. So, um, yeah, Sally does give too much information because she thinks that she's that justice is gonna prevail, <laughs> which is like great that you could be a, a woman during that time and think that justice is gonna prevail. Um, and she thinks that if she just explains to them what happens, then it's gonna be fine. But the problem is, is that some of her story doesn't line up and we, we get that information later on that um, you know she, didn't, she might not have had to do the second shot. And I think that that is what sealed the deal for everybody because her and Ray are both Marines. So they know how to handle firearms. They're not new to this, they're true to this. She was in the military for 11 years. Like this woman knows how to shoot like guns. You know what I'm saying? And they have this shotgun in the house. Um, So she has to console her kids once they tell her that um, he's dead. And she starts to cry. And um, she says that they interrogated her for hours and they interrogated her in three different methods, asking the questions in three different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, she the the goodbye to her kids is so stressful for me. I was boohooing when she had to say goodbye to her kids. And her son John was like, Mom, you just have to tell them that they I I will, I, I will tell them that he is an he's a monster and that he deserved this. And like, John is so traumatized to the point where he like comes out of this bedroom after he hears the shots and hears his sisters crying, and he's like, Oh, good, it's over. Like this child was so abused and Sally let it happen. And that's the part of it that hurts me too, is that Sally allowed Ray to abuse her and to abuse her kids and to see the abuse. And it's just because of her upbringing. Like she she didn't know any better to not allow this whole situation to occur. Um, and you know, she had, they, they brought up this battered woman syndrome, which I had truly never heard, but like apparently battered woman syndrome only applies to very specific looking women, not, and I'm also like, why can't it be battered person syndrome? Like, why is it only women that have a very specific, like genetic makeup or brain waves that change when it comes to being battered? Like, no, any, this is all trauma this is all PTSD. It's so interesting the way we, we love to categorize things or we did in the nineties. Um, So we find out the kids go off to a group home first for a little bit, then they go to their grandparents. And John wants to let us know that his grandparents were better with him than they were with her. Like he defends them like before we even ask, like that they're no longer alcoholics. They're no longer bad people and that they really did everything they could to shield her, which I'm glad for them, but sad for Sally.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, John, as a little kid during the, during the, police interrogations like mom don't even worry like when the cops came like they said it was self-defense like you know like she the cops during the cops during the interrogation will say things to sally like well you haven't even asked to see how he's doing so that's weird and she's like oh i no, I, i did i did ask how he was doing but you've been asking me questions now so i mean you know it's like it's it's very interesting how they viewed her and the fact, what they wanted her and how they wanted her to act. When I look at this video, I don't see a woman that is proud and or guilty. I really truly see a woman who is shocked in a state of shock. And then also has her children and doesn't, and is, is being very agreeable because she's now back in a submissive state having realized that she's done something. It just like that to me is like what I'm witnessing or whatever.
0: And you're witnessing a soldier. You're witnessing a soldier providing information about an attack. So she's she's being very like, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. She's doing what she has been trained for the last 11 years to do.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't, It's it's interesting the mindset of an interrogator and how much human behavior and human human psychology they really have to know if if you know military behavior and one of the first things you know about sally is she was been in the military with her husband for a long time then it shouldn't be weird to to have her act this way it's it's crazy that it was that no one had the foresight to like I don't know, link those two things back then. Maybe I just watched a lot of a lot of Law and Order. I'm like, honey, Vincent D'Onofrio, if this was criminal intent, he would have an oath. He would know every moment of Sally and like know what was happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, these cops are dumb. Okay, so, mm-hmm. okay, so, but yeah, it's very sad that the kids get split up. Shantina's crying, crying, crying. John you know very much early on is like yeah like it's not a big deal mom because like we're gonna see you again of course like he's an asshole. i think it's so telling the children at such a young age are obviously not lying in how much they know that this man beat the shit out of his mom yep you know but the you know I, I, but you know okay so i also wonder this like now we know if you know now we know that like there's a sensitivity to also like black men getting accused of shit especially by white people they never really touch upon that idea and whether that would make people think that sally had done something bad
0: which is why In i 90s, think her...
1: because is, you know what i'm saying go on
0: yeah yeah but which is why i think her fucking lawyer was bad because like that absolutely would have been the angle of any lawyer who was like okay race this is a this is a a a blonde white woman uh she's abused and he's this big black man i mean even the friend dj said like that's how they tried to make it seem in the beginning and he was like no i don't want the narrative to be he's he's this roided up black man who like you know deserved to die or whatever like i don't think it's about whether or not he deserved to die i think it was more so about her intent with the death and so when we talked to dan goldstein the prosecutor who was like a Top Gun in S in San Diego? He he was aggressive and feared as a, a litigator, as a lawyer. Uh man, he has his his the choices that he has made with the way he looks now versus what he looked like younger are just interesting to me. Um, and so he says that he didn't see a fear for feel fearful battered woman because in the '90s, back in the day, women had to look a certain way in order to be seen as like. Whatever it is that they were claiming to be, uh, he says that the fact that she took a nap was telling. And I was like, "What? This woman had on a, a thing around like a, a, the thinnest blanket, and she laid on concrete and closed her eyes because she's just gone through something super fucking traumatic. What did? What does a battered woman in a in a, in an interrogation looks like? What look like? No, this is a soldier." who is like powering through and had a moment to sleep. So they took that moment to sleep. And Bill Raphael, who refers to himself as Raphael, which I was like, is this some kind of like moving away from being Italian? (laughs) Raphael is a public defender and he was able to get her out on bail and her schmoes came uh, up with all the money and like wished her all the good things. Um, and then we have a little scene where John, like, again, thanks his grandparents for taking them in. Like, they stepped up. And I always think, like, it's so... You know how I feel about family. Like, so it's so weird to me when, like, people are like, oh, yeah, my grandparents, like, stepped up and took care of me. I'm like, no, your your grandparents took care of you because they, they're your, your grandparents. <laughs> like, the yeah. same thing when, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I stepped up and took care of my grandmother when she was dying. I'm like, no, you took care of your grandmother because that's your grandmother. Yeah. Like... <laughs> what, what are we talking about? So, um, they took care of them and they had a good life and the grandparents tried to shield them from the drama of it. So they didn't know much that was going on and they, you know, had dinners with like milk, which is such a, you know, very different than my culture. Um, Wait,
1: you, a pizza? you never had pizza and milk.
0: Oh no. Tell me more.
1: Oh, pizza and milk is a thing. You'd have pizza and milk, cold milk, hot pizza, pizza and milk oh yeah so I much mean. dairy, so much dairy. Just like- I just like I'm
0: like yeah no 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 I mean we had like we were allowed to have like one cup of juice and then like rest water which is still weird like you shouldn't have juice like you I mean really you should be drinking water with every meal and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> then if you like wanted a like a a sweet beverage at the end you could have one but like yeah milk wasn't a part of my zeitgeist you know what I'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um <laughs> so we talk, they talk about the steroid use. They talk about how much steroid he had in his body and how much she had in hers. Um, but they, the prosecutor decided that the touchstone of this case was that she was violent.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there are two okay, there are two ways to look at Sally. You're looking at a five two woman,
0: and they don't tell us she's five three, she's five three, but they don't tell okay. us that she's that short until like the third episode so you guys the way they layer in this information is wild the entire time i'm thinking she's five six she's five. but five three is the tiniest woman me standing yeah. next to a woman who's five three is fucking annoying Go
1: ahead. yes yes you're squatting in a picture honey and you know it's interesting because we're seeing pictures of sally right when you're in she's this the pictures we're seeing obviously is a woman who's very strong you can't quite tell the size of her tallness or whatever and We also know that Ray is very big or whatever. And so it's interesting because it's like to just show an image of Sally, you might think she is incredibly strong. And she is. She is, of course, strong. I wouldn't get in a fight with Sally. I wouldn't get in a fight with Sally now, honey. She's like 75. she still kick my ass, okay? I wouldn't do it. But this person is actually 5'2", and I'm 5'8", which is weird. And also this person is up against a person who is massive as well you know it's like is, she's not she wasn't up against like a hipster from silver like now honey in skinny jeans you know what i'm saying my love god bless like not with nary a chin but a nose you know what i'm saying that kind of like she wasn't going against that person who just stole your parking spot at trader joe's she was going up against ray o'neill so just very very specific but yeah so it's like whether you want to believe the prosecutor to be like killer sally she's huge and very violent and listen Parts of Sally are going to be aggressive and they are going to now give you a story. Now, this story that they give this to paint her as aggressive. Now, I'm going to tell you when I heard this story, I was like, fuck yes, go Sally. But here's the story. So John, you know, John's listen, John is soft spoken, as we said, as an adult, honey, he barely talked. He's like, so like, mom, my mom, you know, but he was a hellraiser. That had that little blonde froed hair, honey, he was a Hellraiser back then. So this is what happened. He like gets in a fight with some kid, right? Like, and you should be fighting the kid, but he's seeing everything at home, haram, okay? But the kid's dad gets out and then the kid's dad slaps him, okay? Absolutely fucking not. John runs home. Well, first of all, in that moment, he remembers thinking, huh, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> tell my mom. And you rascal made grass. <laughs> So he does, he runs home, he tells his mom, and then what happens, what?
0: I mean, girl, Sally grabs him by the arm and is like, come on. She walks over to that man's house, bangs on the door, the door opens and she just wails on him. So the prosecutor then parades out a just a, a, a lineup of men who she has beat up. <laughs> interview after interview of these men that she is beating the <laughs> fuck up. So because laugh. They made the mistake of thinking that they could talk to her or her kids in any kind of way. She even has a whole tussle with the police. They throw her down the stairs and she pops <laughs> up and she's like, Come on, like she's fucking Luferino and the Hulk. Like, so so this is what they're painting that she couldn't possibly be battered because she's out here battering everybody else. And if she could batter these people, then she must. Her and her and Ray were even killed when it comes to that. And I'm like, y'all, it's one thing to beat up a neighbor who thinks they fucking know you and thinks they can lay a hand on your child. And it's another thing to beat up the love of your life. Someone you love and you want to be with and that who is like incessantly cheating on you and fucking choking you. Like those are two different things. And it's like wild that, that this prosecutor gets
1: away with him. He's so disgusting disgusting this prosecutor oh, you know. i, I hope, hate I, him so much um i hope this man if, if he if that prosecutor is straight i hope that he never gets pussy again if it is it's the driest pussy of the rest of his life he deserves nothing <laughs> from us okay um like the and then the, the friend is like oh ray didn't like sally the way sally liked ray oh. then this is where we are honey so up until this point yes we have the idea of the relationship being very toxic back and forth and then the fucking ray's friends as was says Drops a biggity bombshell. Go ahead, Walk.
0: <laughs> that Sal- that Ray started cheating on her and Ray wanted out of the relationship and everybody was worried about Ray because of what Sally might do if he tried to get out. And all of a sudden she was like obsessed with him. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, and she threatened his girlfriend. Marianne. As she motherfucking should have. Marianne motherfucking knew that he was, he was why- married with two kids. What the fuck, bitch? And you knew who his wife was. You knew that Sally had gotten in trouble um, with the competition and was like gonna go after some girl because Ray was flaunting these women in front of her. And if she is strong enough to fuck these women up, why would she not? He did not serve her with papers. He didn't try to get out of this relationship. Why? Because she was funding his fucking bodybuilding. And so mm-hmm. this is the thing for me that I, where I will always go back to the fact That Ray didn't motherfucking work since he gouged out that man's eyeballs and she had to do everything. And then on top of that, he's beating her and cheating on her. Fuck Ray.
1: I love you, Wah. Uh, Yeah, so.
0: That doesn't mean I think he deserved to die. That doesn't doesn't mean that I don't, that doesn't mean that I think that the second shot was like needed. But I mean, (laughs) (laughs)
1: like, I mean. Okay let's go back so now again we're gonna go back into the story of this night okay because remember we talked about it a little bit and now we're gonna like now we're gonna get some more details of the story this night okay now the story of the night is she can't find where ray is ray's friend comes over which she never says she never talks about the ray's friend coming over we find that from him go ahead then the friend then the friend knowing that some shit might go down because ray has been. At the bar with Marianne all night long because that's who he wants to spend Valentine fucking day with, he's like, but he's at their house. and then he's like, "I'm gonna go get some like food, like I'm gonna go get some food. She's like, Don't get food. You have to stay." And he's like, "Oh, no, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get food and be right back. And when he comes back, honey helicopters, and like, brain is no longer on this earth,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just like, and he's like, I felt guilty for the long. yeah, you should have. yeah, yeah, you should have.
1: That's a correct feeling. She
0: asked for fucking help.
1: Yeah. And you you knew what she meant. You knew what she meant.
0: And you thought it was none of your business, which fine, it isn't none of your business, but this is the consequence of turning that blind eye. Um, So whatever. He got on my nerves, him and his wife. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, just like this obsession with him. She didn't want to let it go. You guys, he's still coming home and sleeping. Now, if they had said like, okay, Ray hadn't been home in two months. it was very obvious that he wasn't coming back and she kept storming around looking for him at the gold's gym and doing whatever. No, no, no. This man was coming home and sleeping with her every night. So what, what, what are we talking about? Um, So Sally told her lawyer that even if Ray was hurting her, she still loved him. You know what I'm saying? Then we get a little bit of her background. This is where they, they switch gears and they tell us about her, her upbringing, and we see one of her friends, um, Debrosia girl, I don't know what that name is, um, but Debrosia, she has no eyebrows, okay? She has no eyebrows, yeah. and she has a lot yeah. of lower water liner, liner on it. And uh, she also has like, what, the Star of David around her neck? I was very confused. I
1: saw that, I knew you, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what's happening
0: so apparently like they had been friends because they were both tomboys and like the other white kids wouldn't play with her it's funny because sally's like i grew up in a very diverse community there was lots of puerto ricans and blacks and deborah was like deborah was like no we were the first blacks to move um in that town and uh yeah they were racist but sally wasn't you know but i'm like well she 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 grew up with people who said the n word, and she freely says the n word. Um, she, 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 yeah, is it, is this is here. Yes, wait.
1: This is the story. Is when she when she says it. I was like, is it because she's been in prison? <laughs> you know, like I is it? it I think.
0: I think Sally is one of I think Sally is one of these people um, who because she grew up poor and she grew up around people and it was just culture like she doesn't she will never recognize her privilege. I think that's one thing. Um, and she also says she's not sophisticated. She's not like whatever. So it's like I I know it's not coming from a place of like her being tee hee hee I can get away with it. Like I think it's just like no. Yeah, I mean that's what they said.
1: Yeah I think I think that she would never consider herself racist, but I also think that we can dive into whether she has a fetishization of Black men later on in life.
0: I mean, we could dive right into that. And also, we can also dive into the fact that these these Black men wanted her. True. When looking at her, you're like, oh, that's the choice. Oh, and it's also like a thing with the black community too, of like black men who just like will take any white woman. Like and I'm not saying that Sally, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, there was a She was like, you know, killer Sally was a little hot and not killer Sally was a different person. Um I so
1: Sally is, yeah, but you know, but yeah, she, I don't think she aged as I'll be honest, I don't think she aged as horribly as if she had kept on yes roiding it out and weightlifting she you know the softness that happens because when you are females doing roids you are taking testosterone and then she they they do. we forgot to talk about that but you know they obviously talk about that which is like it changes your voice and it can make certain things look different that just a a little more mask which i'm not saying either one is different but if you're when you're aging as a female it's nice to have a little softness sometimes i feel like she was giving like when she
0: was younger she was giving a little like michael tease.
1: Like there's something in her face that
0: was giving me just like I don't know. She's like red round nose, just like giving a tease. It was giving, te- it, was giving a, it was giving a tease to me. So, anyways, um, we find out from um, debrosha that she wasn't the favorite child. Um, that her stepfather made it very clear. And I wonder if this is the same stepfather who raised her children, but uh, made it very clear that, uh, you know, her and her four siblings prior to the last two were not wanted, which happens so much, I feel like in our history, because women depended on men for financial stability that a lot of times if you didn't stay with your original husband or whatever, there was just a lot of abuse at the hands of, men to women and women just kind of dealing with it because it's the only way they know to survive, which is why I'm like, women need to be financially stable. I mean, just like lifetime television for women, you know what I'm saying? Not without my daughter. So um, she was also, she was an excellent athlete. And this is where we get into this whole life that we didn't know existed before the military. This woman is like
1: a graceful ass swan diver. Oh my god! Okay, there's one shot of footage of when she's with the kids where they show her diving into a pool, and, you're and I'm like, it like, just can fucking dive." I mean, it's not a normal dive, you know. You're yeah. just, you know, it's like there's like she's a she gets into this pool home with like an angel's whisper of like a little puddle like zip after. It's crazy, but yeah, she just was a naturally gifted athlete, and she could do at a insane level in high school, beautiful dive so much more, so much so that if like in a Tanya Harding kind of way, like she's poor white trash that is gifted. And if she had money, like she could, well, listen, Tanya did go to the Olympics, but she kind of gave me that thing where like, because I, I remember watching I, Tanya*, and there was a whole thing about, like, you know, how Olympics cost a lot of money. You, yeah. you, have, to, you have to be a wealthy person to, like, get mm-hmm. in that kind of situation. So for someone naturally gifted like her who probably could have got there, she didn't have the funds to ever do it. But we also get the first instinct also of the fact that she has, you know, a love for Black men. So she starts to date someone. And, yeah, her racist-ass, you know, father, like... And mom. And mom like find them like whatever and then just like goes crazy on them and well, no no
0: she's by herself so she oh. had this secret relationship she would ask to go visit Debrosia uh, De and um then she would run off to the boy somehow the family found out she dated him for nine months and yeah. um then she she was at home like winding her business and she all of a sudden all the lights came on and they ran upstairs and they just started to yell at her and spit on her and call her an inward lover um and that you know that they were like you can't we don't we don't like you or like whatever and then I'm like are these the same people who raised her kids wow wow and is that uh, not like full circle I mean yeah yeah yeah, it's wild that they then raised her kids and then it's like also this is the thing like we could say that she had a fetish for black men but also I feel like it was probably because black men who wanted to date white women found her uh, an agreeable white woman to date Um, like I said, it goes back to, she's not the prettiest. She's not, she's an athlete or whatever, but like, she was probably easy to bag. And then if these men are the ones that are giving you all this attention, you're going to go for it. And like, to me, by the, like, by the time she met Ray, she was hot. So (laughs) <laughs> like, I think it's different. And she was doing something that he found valuable. But I feel like there's a trend that these men were all terrible to her. Um. So then this woman, this is how shitty her parents are. Like, and I get it that people don't understand the value of education. And then I also think, like, how much was her college? She went to university, graduated high school, went to university, paid her whole way three and a half years. And the last fucking semester, she asked these asshole for some money to finish. And they tell her, no, how much was it? in 1982 or whatever 1981 how much was her school 89 they couldn't give her 89 to get her degree i was i just i get it i mean listen maybe 89 was what rent was like my mom tells me that her and my dad in off of like i can't remember it starts with an ike Off of whatever imperial off of imperial in los angeles in the 70s they paid like 220 in rent every time she tells me that story, I'm like, stop talking to me because I've never, like, even the first time I moved out, my rent was 1700. So like, I've never been in a situation where rent was ever anything less than a thousand. So like $220, both of you two living it up in Los Angeles in the seventies. Anyways. So like, I'm like, how much was it? How much was it that they couldn't help her do this? And so she had to join the military. And so She joins the military and as soon as she got there, she saw this guy who like looked like he was angry. So she went to flirt with him. And that guy was Tony, her first husband, who she fell in love with and they had the two kids and he shortly started beating her. Um, He didn't think that the Shantina was his until she had the second baby. Um, So, you know, the whole time he's probably shitty to Shantina because Shantina came out with this beautiful red hair. I mean, the cutest baby. And then John comes out who looks exactly like her. He, the cutest kids too. And so then she, all of a sudden, she's 23 when she starts to like tell the military that he's abusive to her. They tell her to leave, to let him cool down. So the military is even protecting him in that. And then she gets the orders that she's being transferred um, and so she files for divorce because I guess the military decided to transfer to them to different bases, maybe because of the abuse. So she yeah. gets divorced, and Tony n- doesn't give a shit about her or those kids ever again. Yeah. So he's an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm just like, wow. And she gets to California thinking that she's, you know, having a new life. And then she shortly thereafter meets Ray, and he's fine as fuck.
1: So I wonder what happened to Tony. Like, you know, he must have, he obviously was, pr- he obviously saw the, what happened like he obviously was pre- you know i mean to not yeah. have any like idea or point of view, like he never i wonder he knew his kids didn't have a parent at that point he never like reached out just no. what a fucking piece of trash but yeah he's trash like like like
0: yeah just like basura you know what i'm saying
1: yeah so she's california here i come um and she's at camp, Pen- camp pendleton which is like somewhat close to where i am now it's in southern california it's right on the ocean you know this is like off pch in southern california it's um I mean, it's not a bad place to be stationed in the sense of like, it's going to have like Good pretty weather, moderate right? weather, you know, and all that stuff. It's and um yeah. So one thing about Sally though, is she doesn't stay single long. No, she does not. She loves a boo. She gets to get booed up, honey. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, very quickly.
0: Too, I can't even believe that Mount Tony was beating on her. It just makes me so sad that she just like, I thought it was normal. You know, you just you you get you get slapped around, and I'm like, I'm so glad that I have never lived in a world where I thought a man hitting a woman was normal.
1: I think I I haven't either, but I I, I my heart and goes out to people who have only known certain patterns and certain feelings, and mm-hmm. those things that that idea of what is normal feels comfortable in some ways. And it's just, I i don't know. All I can say is, you know, obviously if you know anyone or if you yourself have to deal with domestic abuse or domestic violence, I just really urge you to like get help. And that could just be like a hotline and stuff. I know in this conversation that we've had, like there are times in which Ray's friends specifically, and we talk about also about one of her friends that knows that She's being abused or they quote unquote have a toxic relationship and people are turning blind eyes because it's an awkward thing to deal with. But I think that there are resources to like lay seeds and get the help that your loved ones need. So, you know, God bless
0: yeah um all right so that is where this one ends so this first episode we built up to where it was like she was in this industry and her husband was beating on her and she did it in self-defense Then this episode we find out that sally could fight and the defense tries to make it about her and that um that she's a violent person and then you know her son talks about him her being violent so like it's just it is a a shit storm of that um then We're done with this episode and next episode, please join us. We're going to talk about um, the conclusion of this amazing docu-series and um, Chris can tell you though, in the meantime, in between time, where you can find us if you wanted to like chit chat or see what we're up to and what we're doing.
1: Hi. Yes, absolutely. You can find us on Instagram at Sweeties. We also are on TikTok at Sweeties one and Twitter at Sweeties one as well. This entire time we've been streaming and you can see our beautiful faces uh, by also giving us a little money. Wow.
0: You could join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties It's $10 a month. You get the visuals of what you are hearing right now. Um, you also will get the minute we have filmed this or talked about this. You will get that on Patreon. We also do a live every first Monday of the month and you know, other things are happening in 2023. We're going to make space in our lives to give you guys some more content and stuff. So Get with Patreon if also if you just want to like you're like hey these girls deserve a little bit of help financials like some financial help like because we want them to like to give us more. Give me more or tell us more. Tell us more.
1: All right. Um, so that's the end of this. Half give me more from Britney Spears and half tell it, tell me more from Greece. I know what you did there and I appreciate them and call it out. Um, yes, my loves, uh, thank you so much for paying attention. Give us five stars. Happy new year. We love you guys so much. Part three is coming. Don't even worry about it. Have a beautiful day. Bye.
0: Bye.